Welcome to the Wags of SCI podcast, where we discuss life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury. Hosted by Elena Pauly and Brooke Paget. Both of our partners are quadriplegics. And after connecting online in 2017, we began the advocacy and support group WAGS of SCI, which is an acronym for Wives and Girlfriends with Spinal Cord Injury. We know firsthand the challenges that come with living this lifestyle. And our mission is to spread education, awareness, and positivity from our unique perspectives. Us each week as we tackle deep discussions around balancing life as a caregiver and a lover to someone with a spinal cord injury. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wags of SCI podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Happy holiday season. We are wrapping up the year with our final podcast episode of 2023 on holiday balance. Here are some of our tips and tricks that you're going to hear today about balancing the holiday season and staying stress-free while still having a really nice time with your loved ones. And before we get into it, we just wanted to send a thank you to Robin Wishart of Wishart Brain and Spine Lock for sponsoring this podcast episode. And not only sponsoring this episode, but Robin has been our cheerleader for the last four years, being the official Wags of SCI advocate for this community. Behind the scenes, she is working hard to answer all your legal questions. She has done so much for not only injured people in our community, but the women of this community who are working to get themselves paid legally, who are navigating insurance and benefits paperwork, who are needing letters of recommendation and resources in their area. Robin has been here for all of us. So happy holidays and Merry Christmas to Robin Wishart and her team. If you want more information on what Robin does for WEGS, please visit WEGSofSCI.com and click on the legal resources menu tab. And then you can also go to brainandspinelaw.com to learn more about Robin and her team directly. So let's get into it. This holiday season is coming up within the week. We are very excited about our own celebrations, but there's always the stress that goes with the final week heading up to the holidays. And, you know, we see all these emails in our inboxes about how, you know, how to do this for Christmas and what to make for Christmas and how to entertain for Christmas. And it just, it's just so overwhelming. So coupled with the life and the pressures of being a WAG of SEI and living in an interabled relationship. We wanted to give you guys some hope for balance and inspiration. And, you know, even just to know that you're not alone, you know, when you're out there dealing with busy people and annoying family members and you're being pushed to your limits, you know, say you, your partner eats some rich foods or has some extra booze and, you know, there may be some more accidents. There may be some more issues that you have to deal with. So we want to let you know that you're not alone and we will be navigating the holiday season with you. So Elena, what are you guys doing for the holidays? And what would you say you're doing this week to help maintain harmony and balance in your life? Well, I'm going to couple this with a post from our legal advocate, Robin Wishart. And this post we have used for the last couple of years because she gives some really sound advice on 
how to handle any holiday stress without burning out. And so Robin says, have you ever had a conversation with somebody and just listening to their agenda and lists of things they have done or are doing makes you exhausted and anxious. Then you start thinking about your own list and you start feeling bad about the fact that you did not hand make gifts for everybody or volunteer at the soup kitchen or design all the sets and make all the costumes for the school concert have the house decorated the Christmas dinner already made hosting two staff parties and then off to your holiday in Mexico on the 26th part of me wonders why people even take on this much are they really having any fun or are they so busy running around that they do not even have time to appreciate the time with others or the actual events that they're planning you do not need to do all these things. And you certainly should not feel guilty about anything. Social media can be a problem with creating these idealistic images and wishes. Limit your time on these sites and question the reality of all of the posts you see and all the highlight reels. Remember to be grateful and give yourself some grace. You are doing all those Christmas things each day of the year. And that is wonderful gift to those that you love. I love this specifically because it is a great post for caregiver awareness. And this can go across the board to parents of children, to elderly children, elder children of elderly parents, pardon me. And of course, the wags of SEI who are caregivers upholding their households and upholding pretty well everything around them from, you know, keeping their partners safe at home and not in the medical system, not in hospitals, especially over Christmas and holiday season. This season can bring up a lot of grief for a lot of people. And it is important that while you are counting through your lists, like you and I were just doing before the podcast and you were saying, oh my God, I have so much going on this week. It's important to understand that it's it's also okay to say no. And I think from my perspective, that is the number one tip that I could give anybody is that it's okay to say no and it's okay to cancel. It's okay to say, you know what, I, I just can't do this anymore. In fact, we did this earlier this month. Say, uh, we were invited to a couple of things and we said, you know what, I'm going to have to say no and protect my energy because I would really love to see you for the other event that I'm going to see you at. <laughs> and also this this can prevent getting sick being run down, um, having a strong immune system by saying no and putting up some boundaries and picking and choosing the events that you really want to show up at because you don't have to do it all. What are your thoughts on that, Breck? Um, my thoughts are that I'm, you know, I'm really, really working on fine tuning my reactions when I go into quote over responsibility right now. So this is something that I've been working on the past year, but specifically the past few months, I'm noticing what happens in my body when I go into that, got to get everything done, got to be responsible for everyone, including myself, got to make this happen. Um, That over responsibility is not serving me at all. My body, there's, you know, there's been like quite a few instances where it's almost panic attack, like where my body just goes into this state of like, nope, (laughs) this is not what you should be doing. And I I listen to my body really, really um, attentively. And so during the holiday season, it's going to be interesting to see how um, my actions um, and my, the repositioning of my mind and trying to get a little bit of a different perspective, because like you said, 
you're not, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to accomplish everything. Everything does not have to be overwhelming. Um, you can release that. You can outsource things. You can say no to things. Um, and just try and stay in alignment with what you like to do. Like for instance, this week <clears throat> I'm doing a bunch of cooking and this is something that I really, really enjoy. I get a lot out of it. It is relaxing for me. However, I have a list about as long as my arm of stuff that I have to make. <laughs> so that's when the overwhelm creeps in, right? Cause it's like, not only do I have to facilitate my partner's life and help him with what he needs to, um, with what he needs to do for his own life, but I also have to make sure that this list is, is checked out. So trying to figure out ways to make it fun and also eliminate everything that you don't want to do. For instance, one of my friends that is coming over the day before Christmas, she messaged me and said, is there anything that I could do or bring? And normally I would say, no, don't worry about it. You're coming to my home. You don't need to bring anything. Um, but this time I'm like, you know what? Bring this and this and this. And it just, it's so liberating because you take that little bit of overwhelm off your shoulders and they're happy to bring it. And like, for instance, Elena, when I said, you know, I invited for, for everyone listening, I invited Elena over to come and have some holiday cheer with one of our neighbors. And I said, you know, Elena's like, well, maybe I should bring some scotch. It's like, yeah, you should <laughs> bring something like bring this, help us out. And, you know, it really, you're not, um, you're not responsible for being the perfect domestic goddess. I think this is a trouble that a lot of women like us get into because it's interesting from my experience watching the wags of SCI over the past few years, I've noticed that there's one co constant and the constant is, is the overwhelming majority of the women who are caregivers and wags are women that take on too much, even before the accident. They're overachievers. There are women that feel like they have to look after people and everybody else. And they're people pleasers. And I just find it very interesting that a lot of us that were like that before the accident end up in this position after the accident. And it really provides an excellent opportunity for balance and creating balance in the midst of feeling like you're drowning, which to me, I feel like that is the ultimate mastery of being um, a successful human is, is when you're in the midst of something that is swallowing you whole to be able to find balance. And so the holidays are the perfect example of when, you know, like you were saying, there's a lot of triggers for people around the holidays. So just knowing that you're going to go into the holidays and you're going to get triggered and to not be afraid of that and to understand that, you know what, I can do this. I'm such a strong person. I've done this before. I'm doing all that I can to balance myself, doing activities that I want to do, but also making sure that everyone else is looked after. I'm doing all that I can. And there are lots of things that are out of my control, which includes the behavior of others. And so going in and not being naive and saying, you know, maybe this year, because a lot of people do that, including myself, where it's like you go into the year, like maybe this year I won't be triggered. Maybe this year I won't have memories of when I was eight and Uncle Sam um, had a huge fight with my mom and um, it was horrible. And, you know, those memories that get held in the body, maybe that won't be triggered this year. It's like, no, most likely it will be triggered. And if you ex kind of expect it, but you know that you're capable of dealing with all of this. Like I always say to myself, look at what you've been through so far. Like you can handle anything that's thrown your way and you can use it as a lesson and, and you can use it as a tool to make yourself into a better person. So I'm just kind of going in with doing the best that I can, but not 
I'm, I'm really trying to get out of that mode of like, oh, I need to puff out my chest and handle everything myself. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's not, that's not the way. <clears throat> yep. A hundred percent. I was laughing when you said maybe this year, maybe this year I won't be triggered by Uncle Sam. I think we all have a few Uncle Sams in our lives. And not you just- know, <laughs> like when you're younger and you have those horrible Christmases and then you have this memory of this person who did this to this person and it sticks with you, right? I'm, oh my God. I think I'm trying to find a Christmas where that didn't happen. So, um, and, and sometimes, especially, and we talk about this quite often is, um, specifically after spinal cord injury, that relationships are put to a test all year round, not, not just at Christmas time. And a lot of women have reported on the private discussion group that they have seen such a shift in relationships, um, after their partner sustained their injury, whether they felt extremely isolated, where, whether it brought up family conflict, um, whether it, it changed pretty well, everything about their current relationships and friendships, um, that it did before. So I don't know what it is. It's always that holiday season. I mean, the same thing happens at like weddings, right? When everybody gets together where they haven't seen each other in such a long time, it's like that one time of year or that one special occasion where it's like, Oh yeah, I haven't told so-and-so this and this and this, especially after alcohol is flowing and, and your, I guess, walls come tumbling down and sometimes you Mm -hmm. say things and do things you shouldn't do because your inhibitions are have changed right so these are things i think the best thing you can do is bring awareness to that and and have that in the back of your head not like oh my god i'm ready to pounce at any moment yeah but more more so bring awareness to okay these are possibilities but you don't have to have a reaction to them in the same way And that can be extremely difficult, especially with people that we love or people we haven't seen in a long time or, you know, all of a sudden you're bonding really closely and you feel, oh yeah, I'm going to tell that person finally what I think about this and that. And then that's how it changes things. So in my family specifically, um, we've had, we've had some really tough Christmases and this year is another Christmas that we don't have my mom here. So we get to be blessed with spending it with our little baby niece and nephew. And I think those are the things you hold on to the things that you really can, um, look forward to. And again, like Robin said, like you and I say, you don't have to do it all. Um, I get, I almost get anxiety listening to people's Christmas lists because I think this year is the first year that I've been really mindful about. Um, yes, we can go to this event. No, we can't go to that. And if it's, if they're two events are too close together, then we won't be going, we won't be mm-hmm. going to one of them. Um, mm-hmm. And being able to spread that out, like every, maybe one event per week kind of thing where um, it's not overwhelming. And sometimes it's nice just to go up for like a happy hour or a dinner instead of hosting at home. So you don't have to do all the cooking and cleaning. That being said, the realities of living um, with a spinal cord injury and being a wheelchair user is that there is a lot of prevent prevention by going out, whether you can find an accessible parking spot, whether you can enter the restaurant or the venue, um, depending how busy it is. Sometimes there's not even enough space around um your wheelchair when you go out at christmas time and people are bumping into you so these are things that you have to consistently keep in mind and um 
On the other hand, sometimes it's nice just to, just to stay at home and invite people over. So I know tomorrow night, Dan is having some of his friends that are all wheel, wheelchair users coming to our house. So I know that today I'll be planning to move, basically move furniture and things out of the way. Get rid of all the chairs so they can have a nice time that they're not bumping into each other. Um, so, you know, you do what you can and you forget the rest. And I think this is a really good time of year that a lot of people think, oh, you know, um, I've been having these conversations with my family. Oh, you know, I wish so-and-so was here, or I wish I could have this conversation with so-and-so. Well, I don't really think that Christmas is the best time always to have serious conversations with family members or, or play catch up, right? It's not always the best time because it's so heavily um, bloated already. It's like our or all sorts of emotions with the overwhelm of when you are trying to get ready for this crazy holiday season. But also keeping in mind that Christmas is a Hallmark holiday. There, It's a big business and you don't need to do it all just for Christmas. You can do these things all year round and you can celebrate at any time, any way that you want. And it doesn't have to be just for the holiday season. Yeah. And let's go back to like what Christmas really is. You know, there's a lot of people that celebrate celebrate Christ's birth. There's a lot of people that use it to reconnect with uh, loved ones that they only see, you know, maybe once every few years. And um, it's a time for gratitude, right? It's a time for being really grateful that you're here and alive on this planet. And it's not about the presents you get. It's not about... <sighs> It's not about the things that don't matter. You know, let's like bring ourselves back to reality here. Like we we get so consumed by what's available for us to buy and who wants what. And it's just so like shallow and thin, you know. Um, what's really important is taking some time off and relaxing. So don't don't ruin that time that, you know, everything shuts down pretty much, right? We're lucky to to still have the ability to have it shut down for at least a day the world where people just relax. And that is huge. And take advantage of that and don't ruin it with, oh, what do I have to do? And how do I have to do this? And, you know, I think Christmas presents many opportunities for healing as well. Because, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you will get triggered. You will get annoyed at somebody. Something will happen that kind of could ruin your afternoon or could ruin your evening. Um, but it's all about how you approach it and how you, how well you can let something go. And so I, I definitely will be practicing that this year, practicing letting go of things that, you know, I could worry and stress about, but I'm not going to, because it's like, you know, it's not worth it. And just really remembering, you know, why we're all here, um, because it's different for everybody, but you know, there's a lot of people that are in a celebratory, um, worshipy kind of mood and, you have to respect that and you have to understand that, you know, this is a, there's a reason why they say there's Christmas in the air, right? Um, Because it's, it's a really positive time and it's a really good time to have a lot of gratitude in your life. Um, But then, you know, there's, like you were saying earlier, um, there's a lot of us who are isolated and who have no family, right? Um, I mean, you lost your mom a couple of years ago. My husband does not communicate with his family due to various reasons. And, it's very interesting dealing with that around the holidays and seeing what comes up, you know, the guilt or um, the memories, the not so fortunate memories or these memories of sickness or the memories of, you know, family behaving badly towards you and not respecting your boundaries. And all of this stuff can come up. And it's a really, really, really good opportunity to just, again, let it go and to just let it come up to see it and release it and not spend your time 
wallowing around unnecessarily with, the, you know, that kind of sadness. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, I really think that it's a time where you can use all of these instances for your benefit and your healing and, you know, the new year will come and you'll feel even better than before the holidays. Um, so what else are you doing for the next week? Are you taking some time off? Are you guys, um, I know you'd mentioned you're going to hang out with your little nieces and nephews. Are you guys doing anything else to relax? Um, well, Dan has just finished semester where he will not be returning to the university where he has been working very hard to complete the program of therapist of recreation. Um, he has one more year to go, but he gets to stay within the city instead of doing a big commute. So we celebrated that on Friday with a nice uh, ribeye steak at home and we had mashed potatoes and the whole bit. And that was really nice. Just, you know, we, we talked about it. We have the option of either maybe going for a happy hour or staying home and that for us made a lot more sense. Um, it has been a year of, of canceling a lot of events in general due to his health. He's just hasn't been up to it because he's had, um, he has a couple herniated discs and, possibly arthritis. We're not sure exactly what's going on in the lower back, but that has also forced us to slow down. And I think for people who are not in the SCI world or don't necessarily understand what the body is, um, friends or family uh, may not understand that. They don't understand our lives all the time. Why would I want to stay home and be the caregiver? Why would I want to work my life around this way? And, and can't we just get help? So it has been a good focus for us to shift our perspective around having to explain ourselves and having to really care what other people think. And so we've made the most out of that in terms of we celebrate in different ways and on our own time. And so, like I said earlier, we've canceled a few things. And at first I used to get really upset about it. Like last spring, I was really going through a bit of a, a period of time where he was upset because he was hurt. I was upset that we were canceling, but now I think we've really shifted our perspective um, of if things work out for us to go and celebrate with other people than we will. And if not, then we bring it home. And so we were able to do that on Friday. We celebrated with um, a, a good friend of mine who was also adopted from Russia, from Siberia. We celebrated her birthday a couple of days ago. Dan is having some of his buddies over tomorrow. And the following day, we're meeting some friends for a little happy hour. And then that'll be it for us for going away just for I think two nights to be with Dan's family and then we're coming home and then we're basically going to just hang out and really appreciate being at home um, I know that him and I don't spend a whole lot of time together at home because we're both busy during during the year which is so funny right but so yes we're allowing ourselves this time to really just stay home and play games and make appies at home and hang out with our dog and go for long walks and and really ground ourselves that way um which is totally fine so perfect that sounds so I, nice this is I think the first year that I actually finally like in the spring like I said I was having such a hard time with this and we were I was feeling a lot of FOMO but now I feel like as the year wraps up I mean you and I had a big event going to Atlanta for the American Congress of Rehabilitative Medicine which was a huge thing for us in November having to plan that it took months and months to plan that from the care for our partners to setting up a system at home to traveling away from our partners to the exhaustion and the 
actual planning to the excitement. It was a very energizing experience to be able to present on that, on the unmet needs of caregivers. But I think sometimes it's really good for us to take our own advice and slow down and you don't have to do it all on your own. And if you feel like you don't have the help, then don't do it at all. (laughs) You know, you have to have a balance of being able to do that. Like you said, if there are people in your lives that you can offload that, you know, they're just kind of, they're chilling, right? They're chilling at home. They've got the time or they've offered and they want to do something for you. Take it, take that because I know specifically with myself, I start to seep into a little resentment bubble when I feel like I'm the only one doing it all. And there are other people who are capable of helping, who are also attending the same thing. And I'm like, hmm, how do we do this? How do we um, offload the tasks in a way that the other person can understand that their help is actually really valuable and really needed and so appreciated? So that's kind of where we're at. And Um, I think that's going to be good. I'm secretly hoping for a little bit of snow, but we live in Vancouver, British Columbia. So that usually doesn't happen for Christmas for us. We get a whole lot of rain. So we'll (laughs) see about that. Yeah, for sure. And us, we are heading to Tofino um, for right after Christmas, we're going. And for those of you who don't know what Tofino is, Tofino is on the very edge of Vancouver Island, basically the Pacific Rim side of Vancouver. You look across the sea and you can see Japan. Not really, but that's where it is. <laughs> um, and we are heading there for some R&R just to relax and literally do nothing. We're going to go hit up some a couple of different restaurants and then we're just going to lay low and just enjoy the ocean and the sounds of nature for a while. And it's the type of place where when I go there, I feel this lift because we live in a city and it's definitely hard for someone like me to like feel all the frequencies around me all the time. And, you know, the cell towers, it's it's a little heavy, Um, the hustle and bustle specifically. And so when I go to a place like this, I just feel so much more grounded and connected to nature. And I feel like, you know, it's just, it's just my kind of place. So we're going to go there after Christmas and just chill after we hang out with some family and, um, and friends this holiday season. And so, yeah, I, I really, I'm excited about this new year. I feel like Wags of SCI has done so much this past year and we're really on a roll and there's a lot of momentum, whether it's working with international foundations and universities and being on the panel and the board for various studies and presenting and doing, you know, these big events and then also getting our marketing materials out there to all these different rehab places. It's been a really big year and we're looking forward to, um, 2024. And so I guess, you know, we'll say happy holidays to all of you listening and we hope that everyone out there can relax and chill for at least a few hours this holiday season. And, um, you know, even if you don't have any family or if you don't have any friends around you and you're alone this holiday season, you can still make the most out of it. And you can still appreciate the fact that, you know, we're all alive. We're all here on this earth for a purpose. And um, it's a really special time of year. Um, so we will touch base with all of you guys in the new year. We'll, we will be back with the podcast on mm-hmm. the first week of January. Absolutely. And don't forget that if you are feeling like you need a little bit of extra support during this time, that our 24-7 group is open. Um, The Wags of SEI private discussion group on Facebook is open for you 
all year round where it definitely doesn't take holidays. So we'll be checking in on you guys. So we'll be sharing some photos. We hope to hear about the amazing time you're having, having. And if you're having a bit of struggle, we are there for you. We have our three moderators that we're incredibly grateful for this year. Ashley, Heidi, and Alice will be available for you as well, moderating the group safely all year long. So we hope everybody has a beautiful holiday season and please do not hesitate to keep the emails coming in. We will be in and out all throughout the season, through the holiday season. So until next time, take care of yourselves and love one another. Happy holidays.